wish I could see my mom as a woman before anything else. Part of the reason why I hate myself is because I hated my mom. So making peace with her is making peace with some of the femininity in me. I don't blame her for accidentally eating my dog anymore. <laughs> I blame my mom's parents. bastards welcome to almost human i am amy and today i brought one of my best friends samantha hi samantha welcome uh i'm so happy you're here tell us about yourself hello 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 my name is samantha and i am 28 years old i have been living in marina del rey for the last four years i grew up in oregon my parents uh, are from the valley from here in la tell me about your mom what's she like my mom is 62 years old. Uh, she grew up in LA. Very wild from the stories I've heard from family members mm -hmm. in terms of fighting people and... Yeah, that's you. I can totally see that. <laughs> mm -hmm. She dedicated her life to raising my sister and I. Mm. And I find that admirable, but at the same time, I feel like it's giving up a piece of yourself. Yeah. And that's sad to me. Yeah. And that's like one of the things that I definitely wish she wouldn't have done because it's it's taught me to become somewhat of a people pleaser. I would say that generation of women, they still are very in the traditional social like gender role. Personally witnessed my mom has identity crisis ever since me and my sister left for college. Oh really? She's trying to find herself again. Yeah. And then she got married when she was 23 mm -hmm. and then married the first man that... Um, she ever been with and five years later becomes a mom i've always seen my mom as this woman who's yelling at me and forcing me to play piano and in this terrifying character until i gain some level of consciousness and become a woman myself and i realized my mom is just a little girl who never get to develop her own identity and personality wait so it, <clears throat> it frustrated you that she pushed you like to do things oh, or yeah. two different things like first it's like yeah the way she parent me is totally stereotypical tiger momish which mm. i'm really grateful but also because i'm past that stage where she's harsh on me and there's definitely great results coming from it like i wouldn't achieve that much if she didn't push me but at the same time it just kind of scarred the relationship especially on the emotional aspect and it takes me years to recover from it and now because uh she, because i'm because I'm mature enough to understand and also because she is old and tired so she just like stop being annoyed with me anymore <laughs> that's why we have better relationship also I'm like living across the world so now our relationship is good but before it wasn't not until like three years ago when I was still in college that was still a very terrible relationship because I was on the point to apply for grad school and my dad and my mom really pushed me so hard. Mm -hmm. They literally gave me ultimatum saying if you don't get you, if you don't get into Ivy League school, you should just we're giving up on you. Wow. Yeah. Well. See, I had a totally different background um, in terms of the expectation for me. My parents, I feel like are like older hippies. And they didn't really care for, like, I would, I would go to school and I was the president of my high school, for example. And they're like, oh, that's cool, Samantha. But, like, they didn't meet, meet my basic needs. Like, specifically, like, things 
I wanted words of affirmation um, because maybe it goes back to what you're saying with uh, which generation are they? The Gen X. Gen X. Like yeah. that sort of cold <laughs> love where yeah. you feel. They're not affectionate. Yeah, they're not that affectionate. And that was even one of the things my mom had said to me. She's like, I wish I would have hugged you more. What? Like. Your the, mom said that? Yeah, she said that to me on the phone last night when I talked to her. I was asking her things oh that God. she would have done differently. Um, and it wasn't that she didn't love me. And like my sister got that love in the way that she needed it, but it wasn't the way that I needed it. I feel like, right, even even to this day, like I sometimes need to feel validated and I, ne- I didn't necessarily get that. I but- totally can relate to that uh, because no matter what I do, it's never good enough for her. Mm-hmm. Even if I achieved something, she will always tell me, yeah, but you can do this better in this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, for example, I went into my dream grad school and then she was like, oh my god, I'm so proud of you, but it would be better if you lose five pounds. Wow. I wish I was pushed. Like, I I really, like, th- something that I'm going to do for my own children in the future is, you know, motivate and definitely discipline them in a way that I wasn't because I was free to explore and and that's great, like, creativity and being able to do this and that that was fantastic to an extent right if my life was more structured I feel like it would have helped me in so many ways to this day and having to navigate through that now has been really challenging Hmm. um yeah I mean totally understand on that part but there's also a limit of how how much you're going to push a kid exactly then you have to spend a lot of time trying to heal from that trauma and also because my parents pushed me really really hard I remember in high school, they wouldn't allow any friends to come over, and then I would study more than 12, 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And they would sign me up for all kinds of extra classes for math, physics, and all that. But that's that's like a general experience for every kid in China who's preparing for college entrance examination. I'm not an exceptional case. Here's one time. I, want to, I don't want to play piano. And my mom was pushing me really hard. She was just sitting next to me, and then she got super mad, and she's like, suddenly flipped out and slapped me mm-hmm. and I pretended she slapped so hard my face is crooked <laughs> oh my god and then she would just think she hurt me and it's like she caused some permanent damage and she will feel bad and I got satisfaction from that it's traumatizing <laughs> yeah but the thing is there's also like a backlash from it because my parents pushed me so hard I go it's extremely wild in college and sometimes when I was younger I kind of just want to prove to my parents to show them how good I am at self-destruction and then because of them I want to make them feel guilty so subconsciously I was doing a revenge I want to ask you this have you always um, had this consistent image of your mom like or at what point do you have a totally different perception about your mom Um, when I was 14 was when she was diagnosed with um, multiple sclerosis uh, and she has progressive MS and so at that age I really had to take on a role of a caretaker and so our roles had changed drastically after that I went to the store with my dad we had to buy a walker for her and that's how it like you know that's when the realization set in that she was becoming extremely ill um, so at that point I think I, I realized that Things were changing and my perception also changed with her because 
of how the disease affected her and how she went about things. And I became very frustrated and angry because there was a lot of things that could be could have been preventative. And she cared so much about caring for my sister and I that she didn't care for herself and her body. Because if you're not caring for yourself, how are you supposed to be there for like our future weddings or, you know, future life experiences? Um, And at that point, I became very angry. So did you ever talk about this with your mom? I have in, in different scenarios, but I mean, she also has lesions on her brain, and I feel like onset dementia has kicked in, so some of these conversations have gone back and forth. I'm trying to ask her more and more now, just so I ha- you know, have some sort of recollection, but I think even for myself, with her becoming ill, my grieving process, it's been, it's been hard. With her being so sick and slowing and seeing, you know, your parents slowly deteriorating like over time is almost, and I hate to say this because I know, I know I'm going to get backlash for saying this, but it's harder to watch someone you love die slowly and there's nothing you can do about it versus something immediate. Yeah, it, it, the perception of her has just cha- had changed, so, because our roles had changed. Yeah. And, I mean, one of the things that I talked about in therapy um, was parental coding, which is when you take on a role, you know, as your your parent. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that. It must be really hard for you. I mean, dealing with a sick parent is never easy. And I, you know, and I I think at any age, it totally affects you. Do you think um, your mom has gotten better with opening up with you? I think so. I think her becoming ill has been, you know, obviously a very emotional experience. Right. And um, it's been harder to talk about things at times. I mean, I wouldn't be the person I am today without it. Like, for example, one of the first things I noticed about my character that changed was after she became ill to the point where, um, like, she's in the wheelchair and she needs physical care 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things I noticed was how people treat other people. Mm-hmm. For example, going into the store and asking the cashier a question mm-hmm. and her asking the cashier and I'm standing there with her and the cat looking not at her, but directly back at me and talking to me. It's so frustrating and just, uh, I just feel disgusted with people. Yeah. And so like when things like that happen, I walk away mm-hmm. so that she can, you know, still feel like she's respected. respected and, yeah. yeah, exactly. And you're doing a lot of emotional labor in this process as well. I feel like your your role has transitioned from being the daughter, being the kid in a household to a caretaker. Yeah. And you're also like the eldest daughter in the house. So you're not only just taking care of your mom, you're taking care of the consequence of losing your mom. And that means your little sister, your financial situation, and then um, a bunch of family stuff as well. Yeah. I can't imagine what it feels like to have a parent being sick, but... In my experience is like when I'm at the uh, mid, like mid twenties right now, and at the same age where my mom started to be a mom. Now I can understand better. And then our relationship changed from she is the authority figure to I noticed she's a little girl, and she has a lot of aspect to that it's very immature because they don't get to be single like us mm-hmm. in our twenties. Get to explore our hobbies, our passions immediately transition from a girl who went to school to a mom 
they're always in some sort of institution without actually being alone or even have the luxury to explore their own identity and when i was a kid i'm like i would never be my mom because all she does is cleaning and then feeding kids it seems like i felt not that. challenging at all you know i want to be a career woman i want to be the opposite of my mom and I go out there and take over the world and have my own goals aspirations exactly. yeah. yeah and then and then now to this age I'm like, wow, my mom has done incredible things I would never imagine myself doing. Exactly. They never take credit. Yeah. And they give up their lives for us. Yeah. But for some reason, I just feel conflicted about that. Yeah. It, I feel like it hurts a little bit to think that any dreams or things that you wanted to accomplish in your own are gone. I feel like one of the reasons why my mom pushed me so hard and now she's inter really interested in getting to know my life is that she wanted to live part of herself through me. This is a life that never got experienced. Exactly. Yeah. And That's so sad. It is very sad. And then it's I have so sad. A lot of empathy for her because yeah, first exactly. of all, she was never appreciated when I was growing up. I had no idea being a housewife is such an incredible thing. I saw her as mom first before anything else, before a woman. And then I feel like at some point in my life, the more the more I grow up, the more quirks I realized it's I took it from my mom. Yeah. I'm extremely clumsy. I would just fall in my Crocs or something like that. And my mom does the same thing. She fell one time in Atlanta uh, airport when she was calling my name. She's like, Amy, and then she fucking fell. <laughs> and my mom is like, not good at driving at all. I didn't realize that. We so this one there. time, and I, you know, like, I crashed two cars. So like, yeah, I got it from her. And there's one time my mom <laughs> ran out of gas in the middle of the highway in the middle of the highway and then she just asked my just call my dad to rescue her my mom would do crazy <laughs> shit like that she's also extremely beautiful so i like the thing i got it <laughs> yeah. i know people told me that i look like my mom so yes. i'll take it no that's that's such a beautiful comment right? i'll be very very proud yeah i also noticed ever yeah. since me and my sister went to college my mom would just it's trying so hard to establish her own uh, routine and life and then she would just you know uh, she found a job because before my mom and my dad my mom uh, and my dad started a company together and they decided to retire at 50 mm -hmm. and ever since then my mom had a few years just have this retirement life she was extremely bored and yeah. she managed to find a job in like uh, real estate right now yeah. back in China and then she's living this um, like little devil wears Prada kind of life, you know? She just go to gym and then she just like hang out with her girlfriend and then go go to some dinners for work and then have a full on life without me and my sister. I'm really proud of her to establish that and then she's getting more confidence in doing it. And she also feel like she has not been abandoned by the society. Yeah. She's wanted in the job market. She's finding her meaning um, in the whatever work that she does. And yeah. she's living through me and my sister. And she has amazing family. She's she's having a good life, except sometimes my grandma would fly over and bully my mom. <laughs> oh, there's something interesting I want to tell you. It, because it's in a very specific Korean setting. Uh -huh. So my dad's mom will uh, bully my mom because there's like kind of a mindset. My mom was never good enough for my dad. My dad was the golden child. He was extremely smart and successful. And then he's the youngest a son in, in, in the family. Oh, yeah. And not to mention there's like a son preference and there's a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to uh, Chinese New Year or any traditional holidays, we will gather around. My mom will cook for 20 people and no one will help her. 
the men would just go like sit there and then drink and smoke. What? And my grandmother is the matriarch of the family because my grandpa passed away a long time ago. Wow. And then they would so judge. They would evaluate my mom at the end of like a five day feast. Can you imagine? Yeah, and then there's one time we were at the, like at the end of the holiday, and my mom did everything perfectly. Um, she did not wear makeup, and then she did not really take care of herself for five days just because she wanted to serve with these twenty people. Mm-hmm. So what I said on the table is like, "Mom, thank you so much for everything. I really appreciate you. Uh, it has been hard on you. I really appreciate that." And then my grandma, who's always been really sweet to me, flipped out, started raging and yelling at me across the table, saying. Oh, you think your mom did enough? Like she is lucky enough to marry into this household. She's like never be good enough for my son. And then you need to shut the fuck up. This is at least she can do. And then she was. What? She said in a such dire and in a harsh way that I, as a twenty-one-year-old, cried in the table. On the th- yeah, I would have too. Yeah, and she was like, and, and she was your mom present. Me. Yeah, my mom was really grateful for me afterwards. What did she say? What was her expression? She was in shock. Like, she didn't say anything because she knew if she said anything else, it would be, like, adding on to the rage that my grandma has. And my dad, later on... Ugh, suppressing your feelings. Like, how hard. Yeah. And then I was like, Dad, aren't you going to do something? Like, my, you see your mom is bullying my, your wife. But the thing is, as yeah, how a does son, that work? he cannot take a side. Being a Korean son is that... I understand. You always yeah. have to put your elderly as priority. Oh, okay. My dad also had this guilt to my grandma. Yeah. Because my grandma basically sacrificed everything for my dad to be successful as well. Mm. And then, um, so after the dinner, my dad and I went on a walk. And I told my dad I would never, ever marry into a Korean household because I don't want to get bullied. Wow. Yeah. And my dad was like, that's bullshit. Um, you know, there's so many benefits coming from it. And then I looked my dad in the eyes and I said, you want some random guy's mom treat me like the way my grandma treat my mom tonight? And what did he da- say? My dad went in silence. He did not have a comeback. Wow. Yeah, and that probably influenced you as a kid in your perspective, too. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I would never be in my mom's position. I would never be a housewife and everything. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. But, but uh, Yeah, but now I have empathy, and then I'm like, my mom has done amazing work. She... Not only is she um, very competent in serving her family, raising us, probably not in the best way she could have done, but it was also her first time being a mom. Yeah, of course. So now you kind of regard your mom as a woman, as a human before she's a wife and she's a mom. And now you have empathy for her because you're also a woman, so you can relate to her better. Speaking of, uh, another thing I want to talk to you about is that we're both the oldest daughter in the house. You have a younger sister who are like two years younger than you? Yes. Yeah. I have a younger sister who are like six years younger than me. My mom treat me and my sister completely differently. And my younger sister is her favorite. And she does it in a very blatant way. Until there's one time, I remember so vividly, there's so stupid. So I went back home from college and then it was holidays. There was like last piece of meat. And my mom, is this petty? What, was, what are we talking about? And my mom was like, hey, my, my sister's name's Jamie. Hey, Jamie, do you want it? Like, I'll give it to you. And I'm like, mom, what about me? You haven't asked me. And it's just like, oh, you had enough. Oh. Yeah. Body shaming is another very Chinese typical thing. I never got that. Like, mine was... I, 
I have all these these issues that I had like growing up being raised where I was like why did you feed me so much ice cream didn't you see I was getting fat like she's like I just wanted you to you know experience your childhood to the fullest and that's inevitable because my parents pushed me hard I was still fat <laughs> another thing is that most of the realization you have with your mom or how they impact you um, you can never have those conversations with your mom because she's not on that level. She's she's not aware of this thing. So that's that's incredibly lonely. Just I don't to think that's that true. It's, it's one-sided. Yeah. I never... My mom and I, we were never able to communicate in such a way that it, she would be having uh, emotional availability to understand things. Mm. Yeah, and then she has her own coping mechanism. So it was never to a point where it's completely vulnerable and honest. I see. I don't think she can deal with it either. And maybe she does not have any awareness to it. My education is totally attributed to my parents. But it doesn't mean that we are... I'm, I'm able to communicate with her, with her on the same level. Mm -hmm. So there's so many work to be done in terms of healing that it's you can only control on your side. Yeah. What you can do is not to put your cards out, like listing all the things that has gone wrong and then go through it one by one with your mom. That's not the right way to do it. And then you need to acknowledge the fact that they are in their late 50s. There's a small chance they will ever change as a person. No, they're not going there's to. No, and then there's no point. My parents are in their 60s. Yeah. It's like there's, there's no point for them to heal or maybe they don't want to heal. They just wanted to have their life the way they want it. You don't you can't force them to do this emotional labor with you. Yeah. But what you can do is just do your work and um have forgiveness and have empathy, have compassion to your mom trying to understand her even the most awful thing that she's done to you. See, my, like I I have nothing that I feel like she's done that's awful to me or th th like things like that. It's just the grieving process of having an ill parent. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where my resentment comes in yeah. is I feel like I didn't have my needs met because I had an ill parent who wasn't able to attend those things mm -hmm. and our roles were reversed right. at a certain point. So granted, I was a teenager, but I, 14 is still young. As soon as I got my license, I was writing checks, paying mortgages, like things that high schoolers didn't do. Mm -hmm. I was taking on roles of going grocery shopping, picking up my sister from school. Right. Um, yeah, it was just a different lifestyle that I wasn't accustomed to. And uh, but I, th I think there's there's obviously some benefits and positive things that came from that. And I think. Yeah, you're like hyper independent. You're the most competent per woman that I know. Thank you. Yeah, besides my mom, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll take it. <laughs> I can drive. Oh, you drive better than my mom, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, have you ever felt that your mom just treat your little sister differently? <laughs> she she did forget her once. What? I, I remember being in the car. We were like... <laughs> I think I was seven at the time and she drove off and she realized she had left my sister on the front porch in her her carrier or, or, or not her carrier I don't know she was just sitting there at the house and she went oh shit <laughs> she drives back to go get my sister so I think I think in regards to like treating us differently I I feel like both of my parents not that there's ever favorites and they always said anytime I press them I would say there is some some things that, yeah, you know, the firstborn child gets some credit there. So yeah, 
That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about this.、Mm-hmm. How does your relationship with your mom shape your relationships with other men and women in in your life? I'll start with mine、uh, because I don't have the intimacy with my mom, and then I never treated her as a role model.、Uh-huh. Yeah. So、um, it's hard for me to connect with women, like and and in terms of finding、uh, female mentorship. For me, I think it's more so re- like rejecting the idea because I didn't feel like I had that mentorship. Right. You know, everything was go with the flow, do、yeah. whatever makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't structured enough for me. Like I wish, I wish it would. There would have been times where she said, "Hey, like you need to apply to us." You know. A college and go here or do this, and、right. I was like, oh, like you know, whatever you want to do, and I like tried so hard to impress my parents. Like I got a an internship at a bank at fifteen,、mm-hmm. and then I worked. I had a job as early as I could, and like even things like that. They're like, oh, that's that's great, Samantha. Whatever. Yeah. And oh, they just never give you the validation. No, no validation ever. And I really, I mean, to this day, I I I think I'm still. You're, you know, yearning for that to a degree,、um, something I still am working on. So if you cannot get the validation from them, you get it from look, someone else. Look it for me. And、yeah. usually it's from dating. Yeah, don't say、men. that. <laughs>、uh, we kind of face it. We all went through that stage. Yeah, we're just seeking validation from men that we date. Things that my parents did, my mom did growing up, with my sister and I, were the same, and it affected my sister totally different. Her、yeah. parenting style、yeah. than myself because、right. that's not how I needed to receive it, and I and I really to this day like think that if I would have had that structure, that would have totally been beneficial. Yeah, but the thing is that you realize right now you can reparent yourself in the way that you always wanted to be parented. For my mom, the biggest issue was I was never good enough for her, and now I I think she witnessed how. How much work that I've done for myself, and then how mature I am, and then she couldn't fathom that I'm living in another country. She doesn't even speak the language of, and I make friends here, start a career, and have to go to school. So now she has respect for me. I have to do the work to to rebuild my self esteem, to reassure like I'm still worthy just because at some point I felt、mm, I have to earn her love, and then、mm, love is conditional. And now I'm practicing my own self love, that which is unconditional, which is like totally new concept for me.、Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if I don't have that foundation, then I'm trying to project that insecurity to everything else that I do. No matter it's my career,、uh, in terms of getting some、um, prestigious degree, yeah. yeah, or just looking for validation from men.、Mm-hmm. It's because I never felt like I was enough. I don't want. I don't want to perpetuate this kind of insecurities、um, culture by my mom, which I don't really blame her. Yeah. Now since I've I've done work trying to be more empathetic about it, but it was it was a big major、uh, life lesson I need to go through. All right, one last question: What are the advice that you would give your younger self in terms of、um, your relationship with your mom? I would say is in order to maintain a healthy relationship with your mom, it's just having open conversations to realize that they are human too. Your mother's human; they make mistakes. We all make mistakes, and to be forgiving. Yeah. If there's one thing I would like to say is, I wish I could see my mom as a woman before anything else. Yeah. And I, I also need to understand part of the reason why I hate myself is because I hated my mom. 
So making peace with her is making peace with some of the femininity in me. I was programmed not to have respect for housewife. That's internalized misogyny. She was set in a hierarchy. She was expected to do what she does. But yeah. now, now I am able to identify it and unlearn this. I regain respect for my mom, and I feel a lot more empathy for her. I just needed to make peace and then bring it out, and then I've done my part, and that's the end of the story. I don't blame her for accidentally eating my dog anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I blame my mom's parents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Samantha, for being here, and、uh, thank you guys for listening and being really, really honest here. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you、and、for having me. Forgive your mom. Just imagine we're gonna be moms in the future. Just the shit out of me. Yeah, just don't put one of those stupid signs in your house. Live, laugh, love. Like if no, you become one of those moms, I. First of all, I'm not white, so. <laughs> just I, I just hope I don't become a tiger mom. You know. Oof. Like forcing my kids to sign up for ten extra lessons. And like a tiger auntie, I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. Scary Amy's coming. Yeah. Auntie Amy. When I was like、uh, mentoring my sister practice piano, I made her cry within ten minutes. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm worse than my mom. Damn.、Okay, great. Good luck to my future kids. This is your mom,、uh, giving you a warning. <laughs>